Hi there and welcome to the Melting Pot Dubai podcast. My name is Damien and together with Jade, we explore the perspectives, challenges and ambitions of people that move to Dubai. In this episode, we will dive into Jade's personal topic of community and how he is finding his new place of belonging in Dubai while staying connected with his roots in New Zealand. A personal story about connection and identity. So please, stay tuned. All right, so Jade, this is our very first episode of our podcast. Yes. And uh, in this first episode, we're going to talk about you, a little bit uh, Mm -hmm. more Mm -hmm. background about uh, you. The second episode will be uh, about me. And after that, we're going to invite a lot of uh, interesting guests from all walks of life, uh, people Mm -hmm. that moved here and actually to Dubai and to actually hear their stories. But um, yeah, this episode is all about you. And uh, we're going to start with some uh, rapid fire questions. Are you ready for that, Jade? Uh, we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> Only one Please way. Please don't to make fight. them too difficult for me, Jamie. No, 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 no. We're gonna we're gonna start uh, easy. We're gonna start slow, and from there we're gonna move into uh, today's topic. All right, let's do it. All right. So, Jade, what is your name? What is your full name? Who are you? So, my full name is Jade Anaru James Doll. So, uh, Anaru is a Maori name uh, for Andrew which is um, the local language from where I come from in New Zealand. Uh, James is my dad's middle name, so that's where that comes from. And then Dole is obviously my surname. Um, so I'm 40 and I come from Aotearoa, New Zealand, a little tiny little town on the east coast of the North Island of New Zealand called Tokomaru Bay. So that's where I was born and raised uh, in a very creative family. Both of my parents are creatives, um, as well as my three siblings are all creative as well. So that's a little insight into who I am and where I come from. All right, cool. And um, well, how did you actually end up in Dubai? Yes, that is a very fascinating story. Uh, Just reflecting on it and trying to recall that moment where it became a reality is kind of crazy still in my mind. And uh, I still pinch myself and can't believe I'm here. But the journey to getting to Dubai kind of started in I think it was roughly May or June last year so it's Mm -hmm. been about a year now and um, I was contacted by a recruiter so shout out to Peter if you're listening Peter (laughs) Uh, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you Um, but what happened was um, Peter reached out to me and um, said look there's this opportunity in Dubai working for this conglomerate Uh, this is the industries that they cover and they're looking for a CX professional. And at that time, I was working in CX for a supermarket in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was an opportunity to kind of grow beyond one sector and work across multiple sectors. So it was kind of attractive from a career perspective. And um, we kind of went through the process of uh, learning a little bit more about it. I was a little bit apprehensive only because... I was like, why are they going all the way to New Zealand to find talent? Mm. (laughs) I was like, that means they're probably casting the net very wide, which means uh, it's probably unlikely that I'm going to get this role. But I've got nothing to lose. It sounded like a great opportunity. So I applied. After a couple of interviews, uh, I was offered the role. And within a month or two after 
the initial contact from Peter, I actually accepted the role. And a month later, I was on a plane moving to Dubai. Mm -hmm. So this all happened within two or three months from not having any ambitions or desire to leave New Zealand in the comforts of home to then being thrust into a country and a culture and a city that I've never thought about visiting before uh, and starting a brand new life at the age of 40. So interesting. And what was the big driver for you then? So what's the big why you came to Dubai? What did you say yes? The, the main reason behind why I said yes was like it was a conversation that I was having with myself throughout the entire process of like, if you said no, what is going to happen? What is the worst mm. thing that could happen? What is the best thing that could happen? And if you said yes. So looking at from both of those perspectives and what ended up happening for me was that I, 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 I had this feeling of, regret if I didn't do it because Mm. I was thinking if I didn't do it I was more likely to think uh, what could have happened Um, you know there's opportunities all around you and you have to pick and choose which one you want to invest in and which one you want to follow and maybe which one is going to grow and grow you in the direction that you want to grow but for for me this one was really about taking a chance and seeing what I could make of this opportunity. Um, professionally, but um, on, on a personal side? It started professionally, but mm. also uh, uh, I like challenging myself. I, I don't, I enjoy my comforts and mm. uh, don't get me wrong. I do like to be in environments where um, everything feels familiar and I know what's up and what's down. But I also really enjoy traveling and I've traveled uh, a majority of the globe. Um, but l- like living and exploring an entirely new culture at the age of 40 did feel like a bit of a stretch. But I think it's kind of what I needed at the time as well. I, I felt, you know, there's still a little bit of life left in me and I was probably getting a little bit too comfortable and already having those conversations with myself around retirement. Like, okay, what's my... Uh, 40. <laughs> at the age of 40, <laughs> I plan on retiring in Ooh. five years. Uh, no, it was more around like, okay, you know, you have X amount of years left before you retire. What would you like to do with that? And I was like, you know what? I've explored the world. I've checked off a lot of the, the things that I want to do. The, the next chapter of my life is going to be about setting myself up for retirement and moving to another country was not part of that plan. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Very cool. Okay. Maybe you can explore that a bit further down, um, down the line of this, uh, this episode. Um, the concept of this podcast is that we always have a, a central topic that we want mm. to discuss. And um, let's start by introducing your topic. So what is the topic that you would like to discuss here today? The topic I want to discuss today is community. Uh, This is something that I have felt as a challenge. I mean, our podcast uh, is all about perspectives and challenges that we face around moving to Dubai and living in this this country, in this Mm -hmm. culture and city. Now, community is something that is really central to who I am as a person uh, it's, uh, I come from a bicultural background, so, you know, that was always front of mind for me growing up is trying to figure out which culture I belong to, uh, or community or identity. And, uh, also growing up and 
becoming an adolescent and an adult learning about who I am and my sexual identity, for instance. So for me, I think the the topic that I'm really interested in exploring today around community is more probably focused on the rainbow community, which is another way of saying LGBTQ plus community. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll call it rainbow community today, just to make it sound a little bit more conversational. Bring, bring a little bit of color to, to, to <laughs> yeah, today's yeah, exactly. episode. <laughs> uh, so when, when we talk about the rainbow community, that's uh, the community that we're talking about. Okay, interesting. Well. Community is a big word, and mm. I think there are maybe a lot of interpretations of what it actually could uh, could mean. Uh, I'm very curious. Well, what is your definition um, of a community, and um, especially what does the rainbow community then actually mean to you? So, what is a community, and especially what does that rainbow community mean to you? So, I don't think I have any crazy definition that might be different to others on what community is. So really for me, community is about connection and togetherness. It's those two key things. And then with connection and with togetherness, you have uh, other aspects that would form a community. So this is about uh, sharing and it's about support networks, uh, experiences, shared values, rituals and interests, for instance. But a community um, can span from anything from a cultural, religious, uh, geographical, and even in today's world, we're talking about uh, digital online communities, virtual mm -hmm. communities as well. Uh, but the, the, the rainbow community is really about uh, an identity community for me. So that's what my definition of community would be. Mm -hmm. And uh, the community played a very important role when you were living in New Zealand. Mm. Absolutely. So the, the thing that I was kind of t thinking about when making that decision to move to, to Dubai was there is a chance that I'm going to have to leave behind parts of my identity to fit into a culture that is different to mine, that have different mm -hmm. value sets, that have different interpretations on life and ways of living and lifestyles and so I was really worried about that and that was just through one maybe through ignorance but just through not knowing I just didn't know what to expect so moving to Dubai I, I knew that there were some elements of the rainbow community that I probably wouldn't be able to practice here mm. and when you think about a community there are certain rituals that you come together over and uh, you explore together or you celebrate together. And I knew that that side of it, that public facing side of the community will disappear. But also I knew that community is more than just what you show on the outside. It's also what you have on the inside and a community that, uh, that I am part of I can also take with me no matter where I go in the world. I just have to keep it on the inside. So I still got, I still have that connection to the rainbow community, but it's just morphed into something slightly different to what it was back in New Zealand. And then if, if we, we would look to a New Zealand arm, um, is the rainbow community more formalized over there? More, um... uh, I would say it's, I'm not sure if formalized is the word I would use. It is more open, more accepting. You know, for instance, there's uh, laws that protect 
the rainbow community. So you can get a civil union, you can get married, uh, you can't be discriminated against, say, in the workplace. Uh, you can be your full self legally without being worried about uh, am I breaking any rules or anything mm. like that. So you do have this feeling of complete freedom to express and be yourself no matter where you are. Obviously, uh, it's a minority in regards to other communities. So there are, and, you know, it's not always accepted by everybody no matter which country you go to. So you, you are always mindful of... Uh, how you express yourself mm. and how you show up. And uh, we all have different levels of confidence. So some people really don't care and they go mm. fully out there. I'm probably a little bit more somewhere in the middle to a little bit more uh, hidden, but I, I love celebrating that side of myself as well. I just probably don't do it mm -mm. as loud and bright as some people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but well, may maybe what I meant with, with formalized, I mean, um, is there like a does that community have like a website or events or a building or a CEO? <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean uh, in, in that way, is it more formalized, more structured, more, um, or is it more an organic something or, or a combination of both? I mean, does it yeah. have a, f a face that you can see that you can point at, etc.? Or is it a little bit more like, um, yeah. Um, uh, cultural thing that is, is a little bit more um right i understand yeah it's kind of interesting to hear you talk about it like that because i've <laughs> i've only known that community from my perspective and my experience i've never really thought about it like that which is well i mean, I mean if, you, if your family is also uh, a community then your your dad has a certain role your mother has a certain role mm. and then there's a certain kind of structure hierarchy etc to that community and um it has a name, the the dual family, for instance. Mm. So, so um, can we compare it in, in in that way to 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 those kind of communities, or is it very different? Yeah. I, I don't think you can directly translate one to one. Okay. Any community, I think each community creates and builds its own uh, network and structure. Mm. There is no real formal structure to the gay community. It's it's a very personal community and you share and connect uh, however you want to share and connect. Mm. So there are no rules around what you should or shouldn't do. Um, nobody owns any part of the culture. Um, there might be people who think they do, but they... <laughs> They don't. Mm. Um, so I don't think there's any formal structure. Really, you are kind of joining a culture and mm. that realization as you grow and we all learn about our identity at different stages in our life. For me, it was at a very young age. I'm talking four or five years old. I knew that there was something a little bit different about me. Mm. I didn't put the label gay on it, but I knew that I was not like the others when it came to how I wanted to express myself and the feelings and thoughts that I was having. Uh, and so, yeah, I think that we will always um, approach communities in a different way. Mm -mm. That's quite interesting because if I look, for instance, to myself, right, uh, my identity, I'm, I'm Dutch. Right. Um, but I'm not part of, for instance, the Dutch community here in uh, mm. Dubai. Um, but still, if you, if you think about 
and being Dutch, uh, that is a community. There's King's Day. There's certain rituals. There's certain values um, values that are a little bit more ingrained and a little bit more. Um, so if if you look, if you look then into the situation here in Dubai, mm-hmm. um, what is different, and 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 how did that actually then also influence you in finding your home, your place of belonging? Um, yeah. Yeah, I suppose uh, the, the the main difference with coming to Dubai, and I touched on this a little bit earlier, is that there are parts of the community that you can't or shouldn't or won't practice here. Publicly. Publicly. So I'm okay. talking about, say, like um, a pride parade, for instance, mm-hmm. um, a Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't see that here Um it's just not sensitive to the culture and their beliefs and value systems. So you're unlikely to see that. And that is, when you think about what that means to the gay community, uh, a, a ritual like a pride parade is about celebration. It's about uh, acknowledging uh, diversity and overcoming challenges that we have shared as a community and when you can come together and do that publicly, it shows that, you know, we are proud of who we are. Embrace, yeah. And we embrace who we are. And we want to share that with others. When you remove that, you then have to find other ways to express or celebrate yourself. And so it's probably just a little bit more public. So if you think about it this way, in New Zealand, you could be 100% open uh, with your... Um, uh, your identity in Dubai, you might be closer to like fifty percent. So, what I mean by that is, you, if you have a gaydar like most gay gay people do, <laughs> <laughs> you may not have one, um, Damien, or or you're working on it. But there there are ways to identify people within your community without going, hey, are you part of the rainbow community? Like. Mm. There's little signals and there's attitudes or things you might see people doing and go, oh, they're part of my community. Uh, for instance, it could be the way you see someone dress at Dubai Mall and go, oh, yeah, I know, I know that they're part of my community. And they're, they're present and you can see these people, um, but they're not going to be super vocal about it in public. But you, you know they exist. Mm-hmm. So... Um you mentioned that it's, it's a little bit more private um, here in Dubai, um, due to also the, the respect of the, uh, the culture here, the local uh, culture here. Um, but is that then maybe a gap for you, or are you able to then fulfill that need of, um, yeah, practicing being part of that community? I don't know yet. Uh, I've I've. I would like to, but at the same time, I'm also respectful that, you know, I'm in somebody else's house and they have rules and Mm -hmm. I want to respect that. And that doesn't mean that I, like I was saying earlier, that, you know, you can have your community inside you as well. You don't have to have uh, it as an external practice. You can think about it internally as well. So I don't think that I would... um, I, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything by being here. It's just you have to be a little bit more mindful around how you express and show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there, there, there are your friends 
right, uh, here, here, in, here in Dubai um, that are part of that community, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I can imagine you have your own type of bonding, your own type of, um, not even formal rituals, but the way you interact to, to, to yeah, to really make sure that you are, um, are able to connect with, with others. Exactly. Uh, so you, that's the great thing about being part of, of a community, any community. Mm. In this case, we're talking about the rainbow community, is that once you find each other, you instantly understand how important it is to have that connection. And so you respect that connection. And you find ways to come back together again, whether it's a, a house party or going to dinner or spending a day at the beach. You just celebrate and engage in a very different way to how you would in a country like New Zealand. Mm -hmm. So that's what I think I kind of mean when I say like it's not lost. You, mm -hmm. can, you can still feel connected to that culture yeah. and that community. It's just in a different way. Okay, you also mentioned that the community is important to also define who you are, your, your personal identity. Um, what, um, what aspects actually define you as who you are? So what defines your, what other communities actually play an important role in who you are? So we mm. talked about the rainbow community. Uh, you mentioned also your, uh, your origin um, of coming from New Zealand, Maori, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. So maybe you can elaborate a little bit, like what are other flavors that make up Jade? The, the interesting thing about communities uh sometimes you don't even realize that you're part of a community mm -hmm. and you know sometimes you actively search out communities and actively opt into a community and sometimes you have to opt out of a community if you're say born into a particular mm -hmm. community um, if you don't want to be part of it that is um, and then sometimes i feel like your natural interests or hobbies make you part of a community and you don't even realize it but the same value that you get out of being in a community that you're actively um, participating in uh, you can get from uh, a community that you didn't even realize you're a part of so another community that I'm kind of part of that I would say is ingrained in me and very much part of my identity is the gaming community uh. It's a great pastime of mine. It was a great babysitter uh, growing up as a child, but also it's followed me from a kid right through to my adulthood. And that's just because there's just something magic about um, escapism, um, entertainment, art, science, technology, all coming together. Mm -hmm. And it even kind of connects into uh, what I do as a career around creating experiences for other people. Yep. So it's all kind of interrelated, but gaming is a huge part of my life as well. I practice it every week. Okay. Um, so I'm definitely part of the gaming community, and that's usually a virtual community, so it's more online more so than in person. Um, another community is um, the fitness community. Um, I'm really big on hitting the gym, um, staying active and fit uh, it was more of something that I learned a little bit later in life. Mm. But I really love this idea of challenging myself. And if I can challenge myself alongside other people who are on a similar journey to me, that makes it way more fun. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, I think actually that's a, a really good word to use when I think about community. Community should be fun as well. It shouldn't just be about growth and uh connection but it should be an opportunity to have fun as well 
Well, so do you have a lot of fun here in Dubai? <laughs> I put you on the spot here. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Which community are we talking about? No, uh, I mean, I mean, uh, so I mean, for instance, if you, if you look into gaming here in Dubai, mm. it's quite it's quite big, um, mm. and uh, also of course fitness etc. is uh, is a big big thing here. Mm. Um, so um, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a new context, uh, new yeah. communities, new new inspirations, new new energy. Um, so now looking back, uh, a couple of months that you've now been here, um, yeah, how do you feel? I, f- I feel, I definitely feel different. I reflect on where I was before and like I was saying, there was an element mm. of comfort in my day-to-day life that I was having in New Zealand and now I have been transplanted mm. and need to figure myself out again in some areas and create new networks and like connections what? like what area so for instance if we were to use say the fitness community mm. uh, i was going to a gym for over 10 years in new zealand this one particular gym through that gym you make connections with people mm. uh, you make friendships when i moved here i'm now using the gym within my own uh, apartment building so I don't actually leave the house to go to the gym Similar to me, I just yeah. go down an elevator right <laughs> and it's a very transient gym it's also uh, connected to a hotel so there's lots of people there who are going in and out and it's really hard to build those connections because you don't really see the same faces all the time yeah uh, and it's a very different culture to Dubai but um, I have grown a different type of fitness community and that's with uh, the likes of yourself and um, some of my work colleagues and it's really nice to have a different type of fitness and health community Mm -hmm. with people that you work with and i've actually really enjoyed that that part of our community for our listeners uh, i'm talking about we have like a WhatsApp group where we're able to share each other's uh, step counts and meals that we're eating and we can encourage one another with inspirational quotes and just be there as a support network as well and encourage one another. And I didn't really have that in New Zealand. So it's a very different type of community, but within the, the realm of fitness and health. Yeah, 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 really, yeah, really nice. Mm-hmm. And, and you're part of that community too, Dan. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, uh, I know. So yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> always putting uh, the, the steps and motivating each other. I think that's also. Uh, I think the, the connection part is really, uh, really nice. Um, um, life's not always easy, and then it's also good that you have your uh, your support group, people that can motivate you, um, and that you can also motivate others. I think that's really uh, that's really uh, really cool and really important when it comes to uh, uh, a community. Um, do you feel at home? Are you still in this transition period? I don't. Is think... Dubai your community? Oh, that's a real <laughs> tough one. I, you know, I think I would give a different answer every time you ask me. Okay. Uh, for as long as I'm here. Yeah. Today, I I'm happy to be here and I'm actually more grateful to be here. Mm. I think that uh, this was a change that I didn't realize I needed mm. or wanted. And I have grown so much uh, by being here. Uh, and I do feel partly at home, like I've, I've set up a nest 
here uh, I have a great apartment, a great location. I'm familiar with the restaurants and, and my immediate environment. I know how to get on the metro and get to work. And I know some key activities and places to visit and go and, and know I can have a good time. And so in, in that respect, I, have feel, I feel like I've settled mm-hmm. and I've, I've become orientated and comfortable here. Um, but, I mean, I don't think you ever can say that a place feels like home home, but I feel comfortable here. Yeah. yeah. Of course, over, over time, you go deeper and deeper. And you, you, That's you, right. You, you, and maybe if I had a family here, that might also change yeah. it. I think, you know, home is where the heart is, uh, yeah. if you know the saying. Sure. And, and for me, I don't think my heart is in Dubai, but that could change. Sure. Just not today. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, as a final question mm. before we wrap up, um, looking forward to the future, um, linking it back to feeling at home, community, uh, who you are, exploring who you are, expanding who you are. What are maybe one or two things that are top of mind um, when it comes to um, the future? And um, do you maybe also have a tip for the audience? Sure. Looking forward to the future, I think it would be a missed opportunity for me to come all this way to Dubai and to immerse myself in a a brand new culture and to not participate in that. It's kind of funny. um, Every now and then I'll be having conversations with people and I'll find myself using the Arabic language quite naturally mm. uh, I've never said Habibi so much in my whole life <laughs> I've never said Yalla so much in my in my whole life and you know like saying Halas uh, as well I mean I just love using the language and yeah. and I, that would never have been part of my vocabulary if I wasn't here so I already feel like I'm I'm participating in in, in this kind of local community here and i would like to expand on that so looking forward to the future i've made some some initial connections with uh, the arabic culture and the language and the people and i would just like to kind of build on that and i'd love to take parts of that back home with me in some form or fashion i'm not sure what it is is it a cafe i don't know (laughs) um but i there are there is so much about the culture here and, and uh, that I've fallen in love with. Sure. No, we, we just had Ramadan, uh, of course, mm-hmm. and um, a lot of our colleagues um, uh, were actually um, uh, practicing it, of course. Yeah, and I you, even tried it for one day. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, yeah, but I think it was really fascinating. Um, you, you see that the, the whole energy of the city is, uh, yeah. is different. Um, people are smiling. And maybe there were some tough times during during the day here and there for some, yeah. but 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 still um, there was a certain glow over the the city and you see you saw it else actually in the in, in the people themselves, and this is also I think also for me something that I would f- like to further explore and also means getting out of your comfort zone to indeed actually uh, understand that better. Jade, um, I think uh, for now I think we're gonna leave it at here. Thank you so much for uh, for opening up. Really, uh, really interesting. My and, pleasure. And then uh, next time uh, we'll be about my topic. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, you know, this is something that you and I have felt like something we should do, and I'm so glad that we're doing it now. Uh, and I know that we've got an exciting 
a few episodes ahead of us. So looking forward to that. Cool. All right. Ciao. Ciao. Thank you for listening to our first episode of the Melting Pot Dubai podcast. You can keep up to date with new episodes and activities by following us on Instagram at meltingpot.dxb. You can also send us a direct message if you have an interesting topic you would like to share with our audience. I hope you have enjoyed this episode and we look forward to sharing more stories in the future. See you next time.